Hey, Save Girls, hey, and thank you for joining me for part two of our first ever sister session. We are joined by the beautiful Tanya Littlejohn as she explains her journey of dealing with life after loss. If you haven't heard part one, please go back and do yourself a favor and listen to it. Listen, we laughed, we had a good time, but we also were very real and transparent. And I want to thank Tanya again for sharing the story of the beautiful life of her daughter Kennedy so without further ado here's part two let's get into it negative I love how you pointed out how you know her life here was a gift and how you did things to make sure that she didn't live like any other child you looked at all the good moments and the good things instead of seeing all the negative um, That's right. so I think you you touched on so many points that somebody that may be dealing mm-hmm. with grief um, can actually, you know, take and use their self. And I do also want to talk to, because I think you kind of talk, touch on this as well, um, dealing with grief, even as Christians, um, you know, as safe girls, sometimes we don't really know how to process grief or what to say to the people that are experiencing grief. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you wish people, if, if somebody is saying, well, I don't know, maybe they have a loved one that's going through a tough time. What is something that they you wish they would not say? Um, or what are some of the things that you can do to someone that you know um, may be grieving? Um, again, one of the things that you said, just, just being around supportive mm-hmm. family. My family my family was very supportive. They, uh, <laughs> let me just say, Kennedy was the apple of everybody's eye. Wow. She was just, yeah, they just, they, when I, I, I always use that word. If you notice, I continue to use that word, adore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I was, my son said, um, speaking at her funeral, he said, I adored her. And I remember at Kennedy at the hospital and he came in the room. I remember going home and I remember he said to me, I said, Chad, you like your little sister? He said, mom, I adore her. <laughs> and and, and my family, she, she was, she was spoiled. She was a spoiled little, little princess. And it's good to have that support. Mm-hmm. You will have some friends, you will have family members too. They don't know what to say. Right. Some of them don't know what to say. I have seen in the special needs community, we're going to be honest here. I've seen marriages break up. Mm. Oh, children. I've, I have seen that. I have friends whose husbands have left the wires because it was too much. Mm. Their children are still alive, but the, the burden of that special needs child, sometimes it was just too much of right. them even knowing that the child is going to pass. It, the, the, it, it was the heaviness. Mm-hmm. You have to know who your God is and you have to know where your strength comes from. You will have bad days and don't let nobody tell you nothing different. Right. What I don't like to say is it's going to be, it's going to get better. It ain't going to get better. You'll know how to deal with it. You'll know how to go through with it. Even if you come, even if you come to see that person and you sit next to them and you say nothing at all and you sit in silence, that is the best support you can and give I me. Say, I love that you said that because that's immediately what I thought of that sometimes as people when somebody's dealing with grief we want to so bad to offer them words of encouragement or yeah. we make it you know one of those things well I understand what you're going through because I you know we try to this comparison yeah. thing and yeah. you know actuality sometimes the best thing you can do for someone that's going through 
a situation where they're grieving is just to be there and just to sit in silence and just Mm -hmm. that physical I just know you're there or a simple I'm praying for you like I'll never forget um you know I this wasn't a a death but I remember I was going through this really really situation I was just grieving and I remember talking to one of my best friends um and I know I told the story a million times but it just completely changed the way that I deal with Hmm. was it Beyonce because I know that no this be- particular <laughs> I think she was on tour this time so me and her oh, okay. uh, we, weren't, we weren't talking as much this is one of my oh. uh my my non-famous oh. friends but oh. uh, <laughs> so we were having a conversation with one of my non-famous friends and um she was just kind of going through telling me about something that she was going through and mm-hmm. I remember I just kind of like I was it was going in one ear out the other and I remember just kind of blurting out to her you know this situation that I was dealing with because I just couldn't hold it in anymore and I remember she just got silent and the next thing she said to me all she said to me was B because she called me B she's like B I don't understand what you're going through you know as to say like I I can't I haven't been there she didn't try to make anything up try to act like she understood she's like I don't understand she said but I'm praying for you and that was it and I remember just like breaking down and I remember that to this day even though that was probably 15 years ago has completely changed the way that I deal with people um that are going through things especially grief because I'm like she didn't I don't it taught me like to not try to fill in. Sometimes we try to fill things in the space in or awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Say certain mm-hmm. things. Like, especially somebody yeah. dies. What do we always say? Oh, well, God, you know, uh, God must have needed them more than I did. We say little no, you know, the, stupid no, they, stuff. The, the, the thing is, they in a better place now. And you yeah. know, I uh uh-uh. she should have been right with me. She needs to be right she here, Hanuba. Go places with me. You know, or we try to like tell them, oh, you lost your husband. Well, girl, I remember when I lost my husband. We're at this time, you know, I don't want to hear about you losing your husband right, right now. <laughs> I'm talking about that. You know, we try to relate or we try to say these things and usually we just make it worse. But what she taught me in that moment was you don't have to try to fill in this space. You don't have to try to offer these words of encouragement. You don't have to try to, you know, any of these things. Just sometimes just simply being there and saying, you know what? I don't know, but I'm going to pray for you is enough. Is enough. Is enough. It's more than enough. Right. And it does so much less damage than when we say some of that other stupid stuff. And I want to just touch on that real quick. Um, I, I don't want to say that. It, I want to say stupid because a lot of people don't know what to say. I remember when Kennedy was alive and one of my friends, her, her little girl passed just like Kennedy. I didn't know what to say to her. I didn't know how to reach out. I remember seeing her post it and I was like, I can't. Um, I'm not going to her inbox. What, what, what am I? Kennedy passed two months after that. Mm. So you don't never know. You don't have to have a special needs child for your child to pass. Right. Accidents happen. Things happen. Grief come in many stages. You know, people are grieving th- th- their spouse. Oh, child. You know, th- th- the abuse. Some women out here are being abused, and grief comes in so many different grief stages. Right. There are, you know, women right now on food pantry lines trying to get food for their children on the table. That's grief. They are grieving. They need food. They are going through some things you don't know who to reach out to. But um, just just try to connect yourself. Um, you know, follow your gut. If you don't feel that is you know is genuine or if it's going to benefit you, you know, look for a support group. Like you said, mm. it don't have. 30 or 40 people. Right. I just happen to belong to uh, the Restored Women, which is an right. amazing right. ministry called the Restored Women. 
And I, oh God, I can't begin to tell you from the first trip in Washington, DC, it's just been amazing. And it's just been building my strength. It's been building my strength. Mm. That's where my strength comes from. My sister, they don't know what to say. I know they don't know what to say. Mm. When I go to church sometimes, they sit next to me and I'm crying and I, and they're, they're talking about grief. I see them looking. I see them watching. I know. I know that they want to hug me and be like, God, but they don't know what to say. And it's okay. It's okay. okay. You know, I'm just going to give her a hug and, and I don't so, want to say nothing to her because right. I don't it's know so, what to say to her. Right. And it's, it's okay, okay not to know what to say. It's and it's okay, okay to not to say, to yeah. Know. And it's okay to not say, if you don't know what to say, what do you used to say? If you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say don't nothing say at all. And the same thing goes with grief. You don't know what to say. You don't say nothing at all, but you know what? You can, right. hug, you can hug me or yeah. you can tell me I love you or, That's you know, right. I'm praying for you. Like these are yeah. simple blanket statements that you can say to someone that's grieving um, so that you don't put in a position where, you know, you make them feel worse. So you make yourself or you put your foot in your mouth. <laughs> I, I love you, sis. You know, I'm praying. I'm here for you to talk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And that's why I always say I love you more. I'm listen. I'm I'm here for you, and 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 we got this. We do. I, like I don't know. And, and then when I did finally go into that girl's inbox, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say as much as I wanted to say. I was scared. I mm-hmm. didn't know what to say. So I know how the other people feel. That's right. you know meeting people with 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 children that are severely uh, disabled yeah. and things like that. Um, if you ask me. Would I ever, would I do this again? If I would adopt a child with special needs, if I would accept mm. in a heartbeat, mm. in a heartbeat, I'm actively looking to adopt a child with special needs. Those are usually the forgotten ones. Those are usually the ones that nobody wants. But I feel right now, and I I, I, I shouldn't speak this, but I'm just being transparent here. And I'm, I'm going to change my words because pastor taught me different. Right. I feel because I'm a single mom, you know, living in my cute little apartment, I don't have enough. They want the married couples living in the seven bedroom houses with the income of such and such and such. I don't have that, but I have a love, a, a conditional love that money can't, you can't put a price right. on. And I know what I can do for a special needs child. I can give them a life and, and, and just love them. That's all they want is love because I really do believe, I really do believe Kennedy was in heaven before she see me. And I believe that she chose me to mm. be her mom. I believe she looked down and, and said, that's that's going to be my mom. And I didn't understand this journey. I still don't understand. I'm still understanding this journey. I, I am. But walking on faith and and and, and staying prayed up and, and learning my word. Not no Bible thumping girl. Mm-hmm. I'm learning the Bible. I, I, I just learned what Luke, who Luke was. Okay. Yeah. We just, (laughs) we just did the thing on Luke and guess what? His apostle Paul, he was, he was following the chapter that I was to to speak on. He had seizures. Mm -hmm. He had seizures. And so the Bible was showing us so many things. It's nothing new under the sun. It's so many things that we, we think we never, I'm like, it's already in the Bible. (laughs) When I was, when I was going through that chapter, uh, Luke chapter eight, and I, and I learned, I've never known this. I don't know the Bible, mm-hmm. but I'm learning. 
She, y'all, so don't think you, that I'm some Bible thumping. Oh, she must be in the in the Holy Spirit of the. No, I'm not. Uh, uh-uh. uh. No. I don't know what I'm doing. Listen, I just open up the Proverbs <laughs> and it be looking cute, and I'm gonna start reading listen, it. Listen, listen, y'all already know. Like I was born and raised in the church, but listen, the Bible plus Google is my because I don't know the Bible. I will be the first to tell you. I don't know. Those people amaze me. The ones that know, they be like, oh, go to school yeah. and they can read it. Baby, that's not me. I have to <laughs> Google it. I'll know part. And I'd be like, I know it's a verse about such and such. So I will put that in Google. Like, what is the verse about such and such to pull it up? Yeah. But you're right. You don't have to. And I don't think God requires us to know the Bible by heart because there's a lot of people, let's be keep it real, who know the Bible right. by heart from Genesis to Revelation, but they don't right. know the Bible. They don't have the Bible Come in on. their heart. They just Come know the word. On. They the word. Right. Oh, and it's about are you learning it and are you applying yeah. it? You know? So it says, let me tell you what I took from chapter eight. When Luke, if y'all read it, Luke, um, you know, uh, he was following the apostle Paul who had seizures, right? Mm. Luke was considered um, one of the great physicians of around that era, right? Mm. Um, what I learned in that little bit of time, and I know my words is not going to sound right, because like I said, I don't, I don't speak it the way everybody else speak it. But what I did learn, what I took away from it, this is what I took away from it. I took away from here is this man, Paul, uh, a huge apostle, well-known. And then you got this well-known physician who probably can cure any seizures. He was probably so fascinated with Paul, the apostle, with the seizures, um, because Paul was fascinated with Jesus. Mm. So I felt like Luke was more fascinated with Jesus because here is this man. And at the touch of his garment, he was healing seizures mm-hmm. when Luke was going to school for like 100 years to mm-hmm. be a doctor to learn how to heal seizures. But here's this man walking the face of the earth, healing people with just his touch. Mm. So that fascinated me so much. And I took so much from that. And I hold that to my heart. And I'm I'm so glad we did that little challenge. It taught me a lot. And I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. And that's why I say connect yourself to some type of ministry. Or if you don't have a ministry, get involved with the Restored Women. If you don't have the Restored Women, look for us. Wow. <laughs> if you don't have us. O- open your words. Start off with with Google. Start off with Google. Google, and, <laughs> Google and uh, YouTube. Put you up yeah. some worship music or find yeah. you a good, you know, a, a lesson, a preacher. So many different preachers out here with different That's styles. Right. That's one of the things I say about this generation. They're so blessed because we didn't mm. have, you know, That's women right. like us. We didn't have these these preachers now that are relating to them on their level. You know, we couldn't turn on the TV and see somebody like Sarah Jakes, you know, dressed fly. Like we didn't have that. That's right. So That's right. here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so it's no excuse not to get it because they have and That's they're preaching right. it the same way that we're talking it and we're breaking it down. They're talking it to them in their language. So start somewhere, even if you have, that's one of the good things. Technology may have its downfalls, but one of the positive things about that is no excuse not to get the word or to learn. I like it. It's simple as going on on, <laughs> on YouTube. No, or Google it. We, we, we you, know, you don't have a Bible, it's an app for that. Like it's always. That's right. I like that what you said because we really didn't have those options. We had to be hushed, hush, put your finger on your lip and you had to listen and go by what, you know, but now it's, it's speak out, it's, it's, tell your story, tell your story because somebody needs to hear it. Right. And somebody people need to, to hear it. Yeah. They don't need to suffer in silence. And that's one of the things that I always say why I started this whole Save Girl Summer movement, which the whole name in itself is a playoff of 
Meg the Stallion's Hot Girl Summer, which who would have thought back in the day? I'm like, <laughs> the oh. fact that I'm even using something like back in the day, oh my God, it was like, man, the Stallion. Yeah. But I'm like, listen, because this younger generation, they may not know who some of these preachers and the people that we grew up with, they know who Meg the Stallion is. So they're like, okay, what is this? I know Hot Girl Summer. So what is this Save Girl Summer? You know, what is this all about? And then I'm reaching. Oh, up. right. Because I remember, that, I don't know her music or anything, but I remember it was she was doing a Hot Girl Summer. So I remember. Yeah, she's the one with the knees. Her knees are anointed. God knew not to anoint me with the mega knees because I would have been no more good if I could uh <laughs> <laughs> drop it like me. <laughs> Her knees are anointed, but I'm so old school. I'm still like a big so I always say when I did my um my paint night. So Meg, uh I would say Trina, you know, looking they walk so people like Meg and the city girls could run. Like they like the new the newer versions of what we had okay like mc light mc light yeah well yeah well yeah so they they yeah like Lil kim like Lil kim on steroids like these girls are yeah so um but i'm like these girls know who they are so to get them in and i had them see this young generation is all about transparency and you know when we grew up everything like you said was hush hush people would go mm-hmm. through things they would go through loss they would go through grief and you kind of had to deal with it even within the church um yep. you know you just kind of sucked it up and then you 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 didn't really deal with the grief you may have felt like you were less than a christian or you had less faith if you were saying mm-hmm. hey i'm still hurting or i'm depressed or you you don't want to seek help you don't want to get you know other than prayer and i'm like people were suffering in silence so right. they need to see that it's okay. Christians go through right. things. We deal with grief. We deal with all the emotions. And it's okay to say, I had a really good day today where I believe God was going, blah, blah, blah. And then I had a day to yesterday where I was like, God, <laughs> where you at? That's right. And it doesn't where make you? me right. Come you know, through. Come <laughs> through, make, I need you. <laughs> that doesn't make me any less because I've had those moments and it doesn't make us any less and you shouldn't have to suffer in silence if you lost a child a loved one whatever you should be able to reach right. out even within the church and say i need help whether that help yeah. looks like it within the church or going outside of the church maybe you need to go sit on somebody's couch sis you know and get some right. therapy or join a group with other moms that have lost you know your pastor may not be able to identify but you may need to join right. a group with other moms that have lost a child so do what yeah. you need to do. And again, it doesn't make you any less safe by saying I need these outside resources as well. So I love how you have touched on all of those points. And I believe you're even inspiring other people that have dealt with the grief to that. First of all, life isn't over. Um, That's right. That That's right. I'm going to be over. But you your your life is still on and you still have a mission, which is goes on to my other points, my other questions where, you know, I even asked, you know, what is the mission and what, um, you know, how do you want to inspire other people, which I'm going to give you a chance to answer that. But I just see so much of your mission and your inspiration being simply just through your life and through your story and not necessarily saying that you won't go out. I know you, you're, you're going to have, I believe this is going to go, you know, blow up and be a ministry. But sometimes my mom used to always say some, um, people may never read the Bible. You're going to be the only Bible some people may ever see. 
And for mm-hmm. some people, just your life, mm-hmm. they may never pick up a mm-hmm. Bible. They may never go mm-hmm. to church, but they see your smile and they're going to want to know what is it about Tanya that she could go through everything that she went through and lose her child, but she still gives up and smiles and she still encourages others and she hasn't become bitter and she's still just, she's still out here blessing others. So I believe that that right there is a part of your mission. Thank you. I appreciate that because I don't, I don't. I really appreciate you said because I do see a lot of people become bitter and angry. I I, I have my anger points. I still get angry. Of course, you're human, so, but you haven't allowed it to consume you. You see people sometimes they go through loss and they just become yeah. a shell of a person of who yeah. they were, and they take it out on others. You know, hurt people, hurt people. You know, people, or they, yeah, you know, or they reclude they and their family. Like you know, they they the person may have died, but they pretty much might as well be dead to their family as well mm-hmm. because they're no longer here. You know, they they're they're just no longer so. But for you to still interact and to still be there for your loved ones and to still show up at church and to still serve and to even to create this boutique, which I want you to tell us about as well, um, to honor your daughter. I'm like that in itself, just your life will serve as an inspiration to so many. So um, I love you. <laughs> I love you too, because oh, you I cried earlier in the, um, in the, on a, on a, on a podcast. <laughs> but that's what we <laughs> cry. We're going to be here. We're crying to hey. Oh, you have no idea you don't well, know this is healing for me i love speaking I this love is healing for me. I, and you know what this is confirmation because that's one of the things that we discussed when i was discussing my podcast and i was talking to one of my mentors and she was talking about the sessions and she was saying that she first of all she said i'm gonna see tears and i, I see a lot of tears and i was like oh god i, I know that's confirmation because i'm my friends call me puddle so i know i'm gonna cry but she was like and i see it being a place of healing and i was like um because that's, that's what I why want. i'm feeling that's why i'm sitting here i'm sitting on this couch now i'm sitting back so relaxed i'm i'm i'm, I'm healing and toward the i want to just hug you so bad right now and thank you for what you're doing you don't know what you're doing you're talking about what i'm you don't know what you're doing real quick i just want to say before we even did this i saw a vision and i saw you on the stage and i see it's going to be women that's going to speak and we're going to speak. I guess the women that you're going to have do this podcast. I'm not sure, but I don't know. It's not a bunch of women. It's about I don't know seven, ten of us, and we're going to be telling our story in front of an audience. Your, 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 what God has for you is so big. It's it's mm-hmm. so big. It is so big. You're going to be healing millions, thousands. I, I see it. I believe it. That's why I, need, I needed to jump to this. I asked God to give me an outlet. Then I saw your post. Mm. And I said, but if that's not confirmation, I don't know what it is. And I said, I'm scared. I don't want to go on no live. He said, do it afraid. Do it Tanya, afraid. What you I was just about to say that. Do it afraid. <laughs> what you, up? you bury the baby. You ain't can't you can't be you ain't you can't you ain't fear nothing. You face death, girl. What are you afraid of? Who is your God? And the enemy will have a walk in fear, especially if we know it's something that we need to do because fear will stop us from walking in our calling and which in turn will stop us. There's so many people connected to our calling. And I have to look at it like that sometimes because even doing this podcast, I had to do it, like you say, afraid because But when you think about it this way, like it's not always about me. It's about the voices that are connected 
to so so the voices that are connected to Tanya, the moms, the parents that need to hear your story. So it's like you're almost doing a disservice. It's like, how dare you not tell it? Because there's a mother out there that needs to know that there is life. There is life after. I don't know I why like he's it. saying that, but you need maybe it's your book or something. I'm writing a book. No, no, I love that you said that. How dare you not, Tanya? I That's like a disturbance. Because I, I can hear God saying that to me. You being stingy. Mm-hmm. And then I think I'm saying to him, I'm being stingy. You got my baby up there. I'm supposed to be out here with Kennedy. We're supposed to be doing things together. No, 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 no. You got a story to tell. And so people need to hear it. They need healing. They need, they and, need they, and you talk and about they need the it real. They need that real here. They don't need somebody getting up on the screen and, well, yay, do I walk through and, mm-hmm. honey, I'm going to tell you this is going to insist the door. No, no, no. They need it real and raw. Let me speak like you. Let us speak together. Let us speak right. in love. Oh, sis, what you're doing is amazing. You, you don't know what you're doing. Just, what you're doing is amazing. I feel so at peace. I'm glad. I'm glad. And I'm so glad that you stepped out in the same way I, I thought about when you were talking about the century, that mother who in her time of grief and loss, you said, gave her life for what was her baby to help she did. you. You are now doing the same thing for thousands. Even in what seems like a loss, you are going to be a blessing to others so I never even looked at it like that yeah. I don't I didn't, I didn't even see that wow I don't and, even I don't wow. sometimes yeah because it's hard when we mm-hmm. I'm in the midst of a loss we don't think you know of how we can be giving to others or do things to others but for that mother to make that sacrifice and here you are in the midst mm-hmm. of what you've lost but you're mm-hmm. speaking life you're giving life same way she gave your baby life you're giving life mm-hmm. To so by showing them that there's life after. There's life Woo! after loss. <laughs> so I don't know how you want to word the book. There's life after loss. The Kennedy <laughs> I don't know how you want to work on the title. I'm not a book writer. Somebody's gonna have to, they're gonna have to listen to me record. I have to do a recording because I'm not a book writer, but I gotta stop saying that's what when I'm they not. have exactly. And girl, and what we talk about, we just say in the age of Google, it's people that will write your book. They have writer. These celebrities don't be out here writing their own books. They dictate it to somebody. So even if you gotta dictate it to somebody. So I don't, oh mm-hmm. wow. I don't know they do things like that. Yeah, they because everybody is not God. You know, everybody has certain gifts. And for some people, you just may not be a writer. That's okay. But it doesn't mean that people shouldn't mm-hmm. hear your story. So that's, that's why they right. have people that actually sit and write. And you can tell them your story. And they can write it for you. Or however you want to do it. To get your story out there. Whether it's a book, mm-hmm. whether it's an ebook, whether it's a type of course, a type of lesson, you have type of um workshops or something to deal with grief to sit down and write it out and put it on put it on paper even if it don't look right don't sound right at first you got to write the vision make it plain write out what your vision is you're giving me so many nuggets right now listen listen, i'm listen out there y'all this is why it's so important (laughs) to have genuine authentic sisterhood i met this queen what a year ago two years ago yeah Yeah, two years Mm -hmm. ago now and you have just been a, a a a sweet, loving person. Like we just met, and it was just your energy, your personality, your 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 comedianism, your your 
your your laughter, even even see what you don't know what you were doing. Okay, you want to talk about me, but you don't know what you was doing with the little videos and doing the Beyonce mm. and doing this and that. You was I was healing. I was going through some tough things. I click on Facebook and see stuff like that. That had me just like smiling and like yes and like so you don't know if you don't know what yeah. they're doing to people they are really touching people's hearts you have just been a a, a a very very kind loving person ever since i met you i am so grateful for god for this divine connection yeah. i thank you now i thank you god right now i thank you god right now for my sister Brittany, and i love her i love you sister and i appreciate you, you. i appreciate you so much because what you're doing is going to be a it's who you think save girl summer stuff you save girl you save girl history this girl, <laughs> you got i'm just i'm so excited and if you can ask my friends just know that if you connect to me i'm gonna push you which is why i'm telling you all these things now because i see so much inside and i want you to give everything um that god has given to you and to not let any doubt or any fear or anything else speak to you and talk you out of your God-given purpose. I received so, that. We're going we to get whatever it is, whatever it is that God has, you know, um, even with the boutique. And I want you to tell everybody about your beautiful boutique. But I believe there's also, you know, ministry, like I was saying, connected to that, whether it's you yeah. doing workshops or sessions or yeah. different things on grief oh, yeah. um, and helping other parents that are going through that have had special needs children because you did it and you did it well so maybe you can help another mom that's out here struggling that's scared to say i'm struggling i don't have it how can i have it um how can i do what you did and do it you know and look so good while i'm doing it so yeah we're gonna we're gonna get that rolling but tell everybody what the boutique is and how can they purchase your product Yes, Kisses with the Kennedy Boutique. I created that boutique. Um, Kennedy was still here in 2010. Um, mm-hmm. I had learned sewing through YouTube and I was mm-hmm. very, very with the special needs community. I went out and bought two sewing machines and Kennedy was G2 fed. Um, if any, you know, I know you guys don't understand a lot of that. That's she didn't, she, um, at the six years old, she wasn't able to eat through her mouth. It was through a G tube. Um, and, it, you 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 can make these cute little G two pads to put around the stomach, um, and and bibs because you know the older children would drool, and um I used to make them and and I gave it and it's an old page if you guys I guess Google Kisses for Kennedy Boutique it's an old page I think it's still up I think it's still public, um you'll see it um and again it, it started in 2010 and then when Kennedy passed um it kind of, the boutique became like really alive because I wasn't able to do as much because my baby was sick all the time. Um, Kisses for Kennedy, the name derived, someone asked me the other day, they were shocked. Kisses for Kennedy, the name derived because Kennedy spoke with kisses. Mm. She didn't, she didn't talk. Um, Like even if we would wake up in the morning, even my son, he'd say, Kennedy, you ready to go to school? Kennedy, you got on a pink dress? Kennedy, is the sun blue? Kennedy, is the sun yellow? Is your name Kennedy? Every single thing, every, this is all day. This was every day, all day, every day. My hand to my father, all day, every day. She woke up kissing. That's how she spoke. I guess she was saying she want her bottle. She would wake up. And I say, I hear you in the crib. Mama coming, mama coming. She would kiss. She couldn't speak, but she would kiss. That's how I created Kisses for Kennedy. That's where the name came from. 
kisses for Kennedy. And then a boutique came. Um, and then I started learning more crafts and learning more things in my boutique. Um, it's in honor of my sweet girl, um, Kennedy, of course. Um, I make uh, soaps and everything is handmade. Everything is all natural products. It is beautiful. I love what I do. I put my heart into it, just like I put my heart into Kennedy. Mm. Um, soaps, body scrubs, whip body butter. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, what else, sis? What's in your basket? <laughs> um, yeah, body scrub. I had soap. Uh, I had the cream it, it smells good y'all like and i'm not just saying that because she's on the show but <laughs> you can tell it's made with love because they are actually like the products smell so good and everything is put together so professionally like it's not one of those like i just do this you know basket together here you go or i pick something up at the dollar tree and put my name tag on it no like this is really yeah. out here yeah. making these baskets with love so where can they find um your boutique boutique information on Facebook. Sure, guys. It's Kisses for Kennedy. That's K-I-S-S-E-S, the number four. Kennedy, K-E-N-N-A-D-I. And of course, boutique. So it's Kisses for Kennedy Boutique. You can find me on Facebook. It's a public, I have a public page. Um, and I try to update it as much as I can. And also um my website, which I need to update. Um because I don't update y'all because we're gonna make sure uh, that that's right. <laughs> so because I'm sorry, www.kissesforkennedyboutique.com. Um yes, please, please, please. I would love for you to visit. I love giving out samples. I'm always giving out samples to my sisters. So you can call and you can and message me, feel free. I would love to, I would love to connect with you. Um, what I plan on doing, one of your questions, what I plan on doing further, where I see mm-hmm. Kisses for Kennedy Boutique, yeah. I do see uh, some type, some sort of ministry. I'm not sure, but like I said, I'm not that, listen now, y'all, I'm not no pastor. I don't know how to do none of that stuff, but I, I know how to help people because I know how I have been helped. And that's all I want to do. I want to help heal. I want to heal while I'm helping. I want to connect with authentic uh, sisters that may be going through the same thing. I am planning uh, 2022. I'm not sure if I'm going to start January. I think yeah. I'm looking forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. February. It's I'm going to be having Kisses for Kennedy boutique brunches. Yes. I am so excited about that because all I, I'm so excited because I feel like that that that's where I'm just I don't I'm going to jump up and down. That's where these this this is where us grieving parents and us parents that do grieve. Mm. This is where we get our healing from. This is where we get to be ourselves. This is where. Wow. It's going to be a small setting. I don't want nobody to feel uncomfortable. I want it to be like, I don't, maybe it can be, it's going, of course, it's going to be a, a, a beautiful restaurant. I love to eat and I love to eat good food. Wow. <laughs> yep. I love tasty food. I make my smoothies. Y'all know I do have the Kisses for Kennedy Cafe. That's just something on the side that I do. Kisses and I make all natural smoothies. A lot of my ministry sisters have came and, and either purchased some or you know, it's just something. Mm-hmm. All of this I do from home, guys. I don't have no storefront. I am the storefront. I, I am the storefront. I For take Kennedy with. I love so, it. Speak so over me, right? For now. So the boutique brunches are basically going to be where um, it's going to be a group of sisters. Um, that's just vibing, connecting, loving, healing, supporting while we eating, while we touching in the green. And, and and 
just just walking away, just walking away fulfilled, fulfilled, learning who God is a, a little bit more because I'm going to be learning as well. This is going to give me a chance to dig deeper into my Bible because I can't mm-hmm. be sitting at the head of the table saying, well, this is it. I want to be able, like Pastor said, everything I say, I want to be able to back it up in the Bible. No worries, so right? I, this is going to give me a chance of being one of those people who actually, well, let me see. Let me Google like six, six. I don't know what I'm doing right now. Let me just... <laughs> When I go there, I want to be prepared. You can't go sit at the head of the table when you're not prepared. Tell us somebody something, because girl, let me tell you how this. How you know that, Tanya? I'm going to be able to back it up, because anything I do in that little girl's name, it's going to be done in perfection. She was beautiful. That's how I have my products. From every bow that I tie to every scent and fragrance that I put into my products to every basket I make to every gift bag that is sent out. Everything is so pretty, just like Kennedy. And and I remember one of the sisters coming to the house last year to pick up. It wasn't even a basket. She was just coming to pick up. And she was sitting in the car for like 15 minutes. When I came down, she said, T, what was you doing? Mm-hmm. I said, I have bows on. If you would have seen the pretty bows, if you would have seen how I She said, I'm going to take it right out. You don't. And then you know what she said? <laughs> she, she was laughing so hard. And I'm crying. And I know what the sister that's going to hear this. I don't want to say her name. She's going to hear this. I was crying. I was like, no, because you know I have to put the bow on pretty. And I, I got to make sure. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Because I got to. um." And then I want to make sure that, you know, it's really cute. And it's, um, she said, Tanya, it's okay. She said, cause I can see whatever you doing, you put, you put the love that you have for your daughter is in your, is evident, mm-hmm. honey. It is evident that it is in your products. And I thank you. And I cried and I said, it is. She said, you don't see how you, and I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. I wasn't even, I, I I got obsessed with just making it look real nice. Not even though she said, I never met your little girl. But by the pictures, the way her little pretty bows is in her hair, you got her little, she said, that's, you don't see that you do the same thing with mm-hmm. the stuff. You took 15 minutes to wrap the stuff up. You just was wrapping it up. It was already wrapped. And you, but I did, she said, I kept saying, what is she doing? And I said, and I started crying. She said, it's okay. She said, but I need you to know how you took care of your daughter is how you take care of that, that boutique. Yeah. And I said, wow. I, and, and that, that was a revelation to me. And I, she know who she is. And I love you for saying that, sister. And I hope she hear this. And I hope she connect with me. And and that's all I want to do. I want to connect with authentic sisters. And I just want to build our faith and, and build our love. And in a good environment. That's what you're doing. And um, mm-hmm. so go back to so you saying you're not a preacher. You're not a whatever, whatever. And I... I feel like in this season, because that's one of the things that I struggle with with God. When I'm like, I don't know about this ministry thing. I'm like, oh, God, I'm not a preacher. I don't want no title in front of my name. I'm not a missionary, nothing. Don't, 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 don't do that to me. Um, but I believe God is calling um, more preachers, more pastors, more teachers. Not saying that he's not raising those up, but I believe he's calling, like you said, a new generation of people that are real and that are transparent and that are doing ministry. That's why I always say, even with the Save Girl sessions, I said, I'm going to have Save Girls on that are doing ministry outside of the four walls, because what you're doing is ministry, even in your baskets. You may not be in a pulpit preaching, but that's ministry by how you're touching someone's life. That's ministry for the girl that's out here that's doing hair and making her clients feel beautiful and encouraging them while they're in their, in their chair. You may not be preaching again in the pulpit, but that's ministry. So I want to show that there's different ways to do ministry and you doing your baskets in excellence. 
even if you took care of your daughter in excellence and you're doing your baskets in excellence, even right now, which guys said, don't despise the small beginnings. Right now you're doing it in your home, but you just because you're doing it in your home, you're not saying that I can slack or people are going to understand because I'm just a small business and I'm doing it in my house. You're still doing it as if you have a fancy boutique somewhere in France and God is going to, God is going to honor your excellence. So continue. Mm. Don't wow. ever let anybody tell you you're doing too much. You doing not not enough <laughs> to mm-hmm. do your man, handle your ministry because that's your new baby. Wow. Handle, this handle is- your business. Oh, that's baby. Just cool. You spoke so way. you, you handle spoke your so other baby. I receive it. Right. Okay. So don't don't don't, don't. drop your baby. Don't don't slack on your baby. Do what I you gotta do when it comes to your baby, including getting that website updated. Because now that I know, <laughs> ask Irene. If Irene's listening, she know I'm serious about them websites. I be like, and I do everything by myself. I was like, okay, how do I do this? And I remember when I was asking for help years ago, I didn't even know how to do it. And then God said, just do it, and I did it, and it came out better than I expected. You want to know why? It's me too. I would say, you know what? I think I can get that person to design it. And, I, and then I'd be like, uh-uh, nope. And they'd be like, so you want to? Nope. So you want me to? Nope. Because I wanted to be all my touch. Because mm-hmm. she's my baby. So I know that I have to, you know, and every little thing about my work, I did every, I do everything by myself. And I, I love I love that about me. I love, I'm just a woman, Michelle. Listen, Kennedy, mama going to do this. I'm going to get your website up, boo. And you know what? Again, we probably back to back to Google Ministries and and YouTube. Uh, listen, they will get you right. That's how I did my because I understand when you starting out, you have to be, listen. This whole podcast is a one what I'm learning as I go along. I still got to learn how to go back and edit all these. Things. I'm I'm recording it. I know how to do that, but I got to go back and learn how to edit. But you know what? I, I said sometimes you just have to do it. I hope you and don't do a lot of editing with this because this was the realest and the worst. Yeah. I know and, and I, it was, and it, it was so long. We were supposed to do thirty minutes since I right. think we got. Uh, <laughs> I told you we had a real deal conversation. This was for real. This it is what people good. need to hear. So I don't know what I might do. I might have to do a. Part, I think yours is going to be a part one, part two, because I want everybody to hear the whole yes. thing because it's so many okay. nuggets that have it's been so have been dropped throughout, Ooh. and I feel like it's a place of healing. Mm. We got you know healing, and I feel like. Yeah, it's people that are going to listen and they're yeah. going to get healing as well, which is why I want, you know, to make sure that they can know where you're from. I'm going to put your social media stuff in the um, show notes as well, because I want people to Thank be able you. to connect with you, um, Thank you and all that God has, because even outside the boutique, if somebody just wants to reach out and say, hey, I heard it. I have a special needs child. I just want to reach out. I want them to oh. be able to connect you and see the things that you have, even with the branches which I believe are going to be an awesome place for healing for, yeah. for Bring parents. Them the I don't care. Yes. Come on, because they, like, they make them feel like, oh, I, I just want to say real quick before we wrap up, sis, I remember in 2010 when Kisses for Kennedy Boutique started, the first thing I did was I reached out I, I I don't know. I, I did. I reached out online. I didn't know none of these ch- those churches in Brooklyn. I was living mm-hmm. in Jersey. Remember, Kenny was born in Jersey. I found a church and I wanted to give back. I put it on mm-hmm. Facebook. One of my friends, she lived in North Carolina. She had a shelter. Uh, um, uh, I think it was a, a, a young girl shelter. She said, um, I said, she said, I seen this post that you want to like give away toys for Christmas. She mm-hmm. said, I have over 200 toys. 
I can get them to, I can ship them to Brooklyn for you because I see that you found a church. And she said, do you know this? I said, I don't know them. I don't know who nobody is or anything. I just, I just want to give back. Right. And I did it. I had an event. I had so many people discouraging me. Mm. I had so many people arguing and why are you doing this? And you don't even know those people. And it was just, I, I didn't understand the multitude of anger. I didn't understand that. I just, I seen so many people bless me and Kennedy and love her. I just wanted to do something. Long story short, uh, one of my friends, Darlene, she probably will hear this and I hope she does. She's one of my longtime friends. We went to high school together. She, um, she was there. She's actually in one of the pictures on my very first kisses for Kennedy page. She's holding Kennedy in the pictures surrounded by the other kids in that church as we was giving everything out. Her sister, um, I never met her. So that means that we've been friends over 30 years because, like I said, we went to high school together. Her sister came up to me at the end. I had nothing planned. It was no program. It wasn't nothing. It was just a bunch of my friends that I grew up with that came with me with the boxes of toys. And I just gave them out to call that church. And the lady at that church just gave them out to the kids. And they just loved it. It was just beautiful, right? Um, She came up to me. I never met Darlene's sister. And I'm using the name because somebody needs to hear this. Somebody needs to hear this. She came up to me. And this is an older woman. She said, I just want to thank you for giving me life. This, mm. listen, and I listen. Kennedy was a babe little, and I said, "Uh huh." She said, "You don't know. I'm Darlene's sister." I said, "Oh." She said, "I went to Savage J too." I said, "Oh, I didn't know that." She said, "I wanted to come to this event and and thank you for saving my life." I said, "Why you say that?" <clears throat> like I said, I, I'm not was all church. I didn't understand. She said. Uh, you be posting on Facebook, you be posting your baby. And I was like, God, this lady loved her baby so much. All of you was going on these places. You was doing stuff with her in a wheelchair, like she was walking on her legs. And I just couldn't understand. And she said, I'm saying this because I have a son that's disabled. She said, and I live, she lived in the projects out there in Brooklyn. She said, and they were teasing every time he, they would, oh. he would come outside or whatever because he was in a wheelchair. He was a big boy. He went, you know, mm-hmm. blob and stuff. And she said she stopped him from coming outside for four years. Oh, wow. He kept him in the house. She said all he wanted to do was play drums in the church. She mm-hmm. said, and I watch you every day. I will watch your pages quietly. That's why I go back to people are watching. watching. Said, I watched you every day. I didn't even tell my sister anything. She said, I went to my son and I said, I'm taking him out of this house. She said he was a big boy. You know how they tease the big boys. That's like kind of, they call them the R word. I hate that word. She said, every time we go, I took my son out and I told my son, he said he wanted to play the drums. I took him to church. She said that my son has been out every day since. Thank you for saving my life. And I broke down. Like I'm about to break down now because I didn't understand. Mm. You don't know people are watching. And she said, because she said, if this girl can love her baby and do this stuff, like she's walking, who, who, why am I locking my child Mm. in the house? him from the world when he is gifted, he wants to play drums. And to this day, that grown man plays drums in the church. So yes, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it is, it, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say, I just need to say that. And um, I thank that sister because that sister encouraged me to do more because Mm -hmm. I didn't know people watching like that. And I didn't know people's lives 
were being saved. But when she said, say you saved my life, I didn't feel that. I didn't feel that, but she felt that. So if that's what I, if that's what she felt, then uh, let me help somebody else. It felt wow. good. And, her life yeah. and life. And her is, son's. That is. And she said he's more happier than he's ever been in his entire life. And that's well over, so like I said, what, 13, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. So, yeah. And she's still on my my page now. So I'm grateful for that. Inspiration. So I want to ask you before we end, because I um, like to ask everybody that comes on, um, again, the whole meaning behind the Save Girl Summer is I wanted to create and show um, show women um, and to be the type of woman that I wish that I would have had growing up to be that church girl because I said well maybe if I had seen somebody like myself or seen somebody like you or you know some of the other women that I had on maybe I would have you know stayed on the right path and not have done some of the things that I did um so I just want you if you could go back to that young Tanya the young same Tanya um even before you know you had kids back when you were 13 14 15 years old what's mm-hmm. one piece of advice that you would have given to your young saber self. I'm not sure. Wait, I'm sorry. Say that again. So you mean like if I was a young girl and I needed that help? Um, or just any piece of it, something you would have told your younger self now that you've lived life and you've been through things. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Something. Um, or even even yeah. if you're looking at it too, maybe not for yourself, or if it's a young girl that comes up to you and she's 13, well, you know how that age is. Yeah, some advice. I, I would have told myself. I I know exactly what you're saying now, and I thank you for that because here comes some um transparency and honesty. Um, don't shut so many people out that's trying to help. Mm. There were people trying to help me. Um, I didn't understand. Mm. I didn't understand that kind of help. Um, so yeah, don't 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 be so quick. Um, to to shut to shut people out. Um, open your heart. Mm. open your heart give people a chance receive what you know what they're trying to tell you because in every in every conversation in every meeting and everything there is a lesson mm. it's a lesson or a blessing so take it for what it's worth open up just learn to open i would have, i would have opened up my heart a little bit more i was always just saying jenna jackson was my best friend so i'm just letting you know um <laughs> okay <laughs> Janet, Miss Jackson, if you oh no, Tanya, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. <laughs> I did it at the challenge shows and came with laugh at me all the time. <laughs> but anyway, it was just yeah, open up your heart. Be be wow. be willing to receive what, what somebody's trying to tell you. And um I'm just grateful that I didn't shut the people that I needed to shut out. I, I'm I'm glad that I gave people a chance. But I, I went in, you know, I, I guess I was just a little didn't want to you know receive right because sometimes we'll look at the outer shell and think something about that person don't be so judgmental so quick mm-hmm. you don't know what that person have been through you don't know how that person can help you and um that's how i've been getting my help people have just been amazing ever since so i hope that 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 helps somebody just just open up your heart a little bit more give people a chance not everybody because everybody right. ain't authentic right be careful with Right. Put some of these spirits out here. Right. You don't want everybody praying over you, and 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 then don't go out there being scared to death just because you think, oh, my baby got a cold. I think my baby going to grow up special needs. Don't go out there freaking yourself mm-hmm. out either. Okay, it, that's that's not what this this whole session was. About. Keep praying. If you don't know how to pray, just say, listen. If you don't know how to get on. Your, just go. Thank you, God, and go to sleep. 
Right. That's a prayer. That's a prayer. Don't stop being all holy. They gotta be all holy. Don't don't. Mm-mm. You're not listening. That's right. God go. Right. I thank you. I don't even know what to say right now, Lord. But thank you. I'm going to bed. Good night. Go sleep. Right. He heard you. He receives it. He's gonna. Mm-hmm. He's gonna do part. Um, but now that I know the word a little bit more, my prayers are a little bit stronger, a little bit longer, and a little bit more gracious. And um, I'm just grateful. I hope um, mm-hmm. whoever uh, received this, again, not just hear it, whoever received this, I hope you received this in love. Um, reach out to me. Reach out to me. Reach out to me. I am here. Kisses for Kennedy Boutique. Please, you can ask any questions you want. I'm not going to say I'm no medical doctor. I'm not going to give no medical advice. I'm not here for that. Um, um, for help and things like that. I know a lot about the special needs community, G-tubes and, and all of that stuff like that. I can answer a lot of those questions. I love stuff like that. I love helping people. I think that's why God gave me Kennedy. I really do. Because I just love people sometimes a little bit too much. though. But okay. um, reach out to me. I, I want to be there for you. I want you to know you have a sister. You have a sister that's here for you. You, you have a sister that's here for you. Thank you, sister, for this platform. I'm honored. And I thank you for being on. You guys heard she said definitely connect with her on social media. Um, like she, she may not be a medical, but she has life experience. She has life experience. She's been there. She lived that. And she just loves people. And so mm-hmm. if you're looking for, you know, that you've heard what the doctor said, you've heard the diagnosis, different things like that, but you need someone that's actually walked in your shoes and that's going to, you know, treat you with love and respect and empathy, then please connect with her on social media and I just want to again thank you and speaking of prayer you know I just want to take a quick time anybody that's listening that's dealing with um, grief or loss right now we know the world has been kind of crazy the past two years so it's people that are dealing with things that have never dealt with um, loss that are for the first time experiencing loss and depression Mm -hmm. and anxiety for whatever reason um, so we just want to pray for those, you know, anybody listening right now that God will give you the peace. He promises peace is a passage, all understanding. And Tanya is the perfect example of that because we couldn't understand how could this woman have peace and joy in spite of everything that she went through. Um, but if you want to have that peace, please, please, she told you where to find it. Um, just ask God. He's here. If you're listening, he loves you. He cares about you. You're not forgotten. You have a community of sisters and people that are here, whether you connect with it, whether you don't pass this podcast, if all you hear is our voice, if you don't remember our names or anything else, just remember that he loves you. We want you to know he loves you. He cares about you and that there is a life even after your loss. That's right. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us. This has been so good. So much confirmation. I am so excited. I can't wait to put this out because again, this is confirming so many things. Um, Even for the podcast, the direction that this went, I'm just so excited because this is definitely, um, it's funny because I don't know if if you've seen Jada Pinkett, she is the Red Table Talk on uh, yeah, Facebook and my mentor she told me she's like something she's like about she's like I see a pink couch but I see for her have, have the red table you're gonna have like a peach a pink couch talk where it'll be like I, I healing. You, you're gonna I'm telling and I therapy, see it. 
And I'm like, I oh my it. God. So tonight, today has been like confirmation that where the healing will take place, not just for the people listening, but even for myself <laughs> and for my guests to get that out because we don't always get that opportunity to just be right. just share our story, just to say, hey, right. this happened. And I just want to kind of talk through it in a place, a safe space without any judgment or right, any ridicule right. and just to say, I, this is how I felt. So I thank I you. My yes. <laughs> To your next uh, session, I already give my yes. So give the part two, three, four, seventeen. (laughs) I thank you so much for agreeing to do this, and I believe God is going to honor you for even Mm -hmm. sowing your time and sowing your your gifts into this podcast while it's still in the infancy you know because sometimes people are like oh I don't want to but you for you taking the time out and saying hey sis I want to sow into your saved girl with by telling your story that Mm -hmm. God is going to honor that so I'm speaking a Bible promise return for you your life can you boutique and everything connected to you in Jesus thank you thank you you. I appreciate you thank you thank you for giving me this opportunity because Oh, God is going to honor you as well. I hope over and over and over and over and over again, you're healing many. You're going to be healing, healing many. Because of this, I'm going to be able to touch others. And it's because of giving me to do it. So you really have to look at what you're doing. It's so so much bigger than you. It is huge. It is huge. I I I see it growing. And I'm so grateful to be in the beginning stages. Yes. <laughs> amazing. Because I know it's going to be huge. Yes, I know it's going to be big. And I can say, gosh, I can remember when we started. No. My first, yeah, I'm going to tell you, she was my first session. Like, <laughs> she was my guinea pig. She was my, because <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do, but she came in here. She rocked it. So now I'm like, yeah, you want to I see you on a big stage. I see in the stage. I see with a panel of women, and just they just you know we all got microphones up to us, and it's just a crowd. I see a woman, and and everybody just got their own story. I'm talking about this. She's talking about that. This she's talking about that. She and we touching everybody in the mm. audience, and it's all because of of your your. It's all because of what you're doing. It's all because of these save sessions. So thank you for being saved, girl. <laughs> Hey, yeah, girl. So we are <laughs> have completed our first session. I'm so excited. I can't wait for everybody to hear that. But until our next time, save girl out. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Thank you. Bye bye. Well, that completes part two of our first ever sister session featuring Tanya Little John. Please do not forget to connect to her on her Facebook page at Kisses for Kennedy Boutique. She would love to hear your feedback and comments in regards to this episode. And you can also check out her awesome products there as well. And don't forget to visit our website at SaveGirlSummer.com if you want to learn more about what this Save Girl Summer movement is all about. Also follow us on Facebook at Save Girl Summer Inc. And connect with us on Instagram at savegirl underscore summer. And until next time, save girl out.